pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back, KBs, for another mindful journey and exploration of the soul's best life. StephenCanyon.com is the website. For all of the upcoming events and other resources available to you, Miss Maggie, hello. <laughs> hello. You had me laughing earlier. About And you're going to have me laughing later on as well, I know. But we you laughed d- about a lot this morning. You don't, you don't read between the lines very well, do you? No, and it's not that I won't, it's that I cannot. You cannot. <laughs> I am this, not capable. But this is where people manipulate others and by reading between the lines and saying things that they don't mean to get others to do something. You know, it's called um, reverse psychology. I don't think I'm smart enough. For, I, <laughs> I, I think you're too smart for okay, it. Okay, okay. Because cool. it, reverse psychology, what is that? That's a technique that involves... Uh, the assertion of some kind of a belief that's just yes. opposite to the one that's desired. And people will use that with the expectation that, you know, this is the kind of approach that's going to encourage somebody to do actually what they desire them to do, rather than just your yes oh, be yes and your no be no. Can't we just got, operate in the black and white of things? I was going to say, I just got queasy just you just describing that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you I'm don't nervous. do that very well, do you? I don't, I don't do know you? the answer. <laughs> Because yeah. you had a violin teacher that tried it on you. You were telling oh, me about this. that. Yes, yes. Yep, about, and it was some kind of reverse psychology. You were going to camp. Yes. Or, so I was, was in sort of the advanced stages of violin at this point. I had a really great teacher and, and instructor, and, and he, um, yeah, he was fabulous. But I was supposed to go to this uh, very high-end, you know, hot-to-trot conservatory in New York. In yes. upstate New York. You are supposed to go there. <laughs> I'm supposed to go there. You should be there. And so I go into my <laughs> lesson, and he basically tells me that I'm not good enough to go there. And so I'm, I'm, I just absorb that, and I go home, and I say, oh, by the way, Mom, I yell it to her in the kitchen. Hey, Mom, I'm not, uh, by the way, I'm not good enough to go to New York. I'm going to go get a snack. See you, see you later. <laughs> I'll be and snacking. And so I heard my mom later that day on the phone with him, and she, and she says, his name is James. She says, James, you cannot do that. It doesn't work. And so I went back into the next Megan violin. doesn't. What did, no, she said, Megan, that's not how Megan works. Right. She said, that's Megan not, doesn't work that doesn't way. Doesn't roll like that. <laughs> and because I just believed him. I just believed him. So anyways, I went back to the, to the next consecutive violin lesson. And when I arrived, he, you know, started laughing and said, I, you are good enough. You just need to practice maybe 30 more minutes, minutes a day. I said, oh, well, I can do that. So there you were, even in, <laughs> while you were supposed to be the one being taught, you were teaching everybody else around you that Miss Maggie doesn't roll like that. Well, like you said, black and white. I just, I don't see the gray. It's very, if you tell me something, I believe you. But and... aren't so many people like that? They just beat around the bush and yeah. use that reverse mm-hmm. psychology to try to get you to do something that <laughs> otherwise you would but not you. No, no. Today, you know, we're going to be talking (laughs) about how to get what you want, and it's not by using reverse psychology either. But first, first up. Thank God. Right? (laughs) First off, uh, the the votes are pouring in. How much fun has this been? It's been a blast. I'm I'm, I'm retallying them like every 10 minutes. Well, you keep getting me. You say, okay, Steve, we need to work on some, uh, will you do the little hash marks? I'm going to call these out, and we're going to sort of see what the results are of the voting. But note, the Law of Attraction Kinetically podcast is going to begin production in front of a live audience. I'm so excited about that, by the way. I am too. We want to know 
Where do you, our audience, want us to podcast, broadcast from while you're there with us? And it's going to be in a place where you, our audience, can join us live in person for the podcast. And we want you to choose one of three locations, and they are San Diego, California, Denver, Colorado, or Orlando, Florida. And if I had my way, I would do all three. I I love (laughs) all those locations. But we're going to choose one and sort of do what's called a, a residency in that location. And so you guys can come and be a part live with us as we do the podcast. And you can either text your choice in by texting 844-844-0049. Notice I didn't say 0049. <laughs> those, are, those are letters, aren't they? They are. That is correct. Zeros are numbers. So 844-844-0049. Let us know San Diego, Denver, or Orlando as your choice. And can I just interject? You can only text us if you have First of all, texted the word kinetic mm. to that number oh. because that signs you up. That basically gives us permission to receive your text for us to text you. So if you haven't already, text kinetic to 844-844-0049. And that is an important bit of information. <laughs> and the location will be determined by popular vote. So, and I guess you can vote more than once if you really wanted to. <laughs> It'll still be from the same number, so oh, <laughs> we'll okay. know. But, or, but yeah, you can do that. Or you can just email your, your response to the... To the question to kinetic belief at stephencanyon.com. Yes. I have to say, I already get so excited when we do our podcasts. And so it's hard for me to fathom how I would even, you know, physically handle doing this with a bunch of other kinetic believers. I can't wait to see I that. I think I'll just burst into confetti. I know you. You can't. I just, <laughs> people have no idea. Anything on stage with you is candy oh. for the soul. <laughs> it is, it's delightful. I mean, I don't know how I'm going to stop just grinning and, and laughing to, to do this Going thing. to be fun. Gonna and we're going to awesome. try to make a determination by Friday, isn't it, of this week? Mm, was it this Friday or next Friday? What did they say? Uh, this Friday. This I think Friday. it's this Friday. Okay. So we're wow, well on quick. our way. And I even know who's what location's out front, but I'm not going to say I it because I don't want to interfere with the process. So <laughs> oh we'll just leave it at <laughs> this that. This has become so... Uh, heady and important. Right? Deep. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Speaking of deep, let's talk about success today and what it is. Success is receiving what you desire. Who doesn't want to have whatever it is they desire? Yes. And receiving something in addition to what you already have, that is a process of progressive evolution. It's the way that we develop, the way we, we go and grow. So to understand this, remember that success is experiencing what you desire to experience. It's arriving to the place where you're surrounded by the forms of things that you want to experience. Now, most people historically, primarily in the West, uh, but pretty much worldwide now, desire to gain wealth or they desire to gain position in life that they believe will result in having more and more of their desires fulfilled so that they can experience those desires. Simply put, the person who can use the most of their observational skills, their talents, whatever they may be, their faculties that have been developed, that is the person who can. Nothing more more fancy than that. That's just the person that can do that. And because they can, they're considered to be the successful one. They're the ones with all the, mm-hmm. the authentic photographs of them doing the thing that they can do. Right. Notice I said authentic. <laughs> but now success 
then being the advancing of the mind, body, and soul of the successful person, and that is the evolutionary principle of one action leading to another action, leading to another action, the progressiveness of action leading to other actions. That's a basic requirement for continuing the journey of living your best life. Wow, you know, isn't that it? That's really hitting me. I love this. Success really is living life in you know the, the best way possible and 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 that mm-hmm. means you know we really should be enjoying it right not yes. just yes. not just the the yes. in the future idea of something mm-hmm. that that may show up or may not show up one day but but just enjoying it embracing that right in the now right now yeah you know look at receiving what you desire as an absolute for enjoying your life mm. yeah. i mean it's part of the evolution of new experiences each new experience first has the uh potential or all the potentialities required for you to enjoy the the new experience there's new experiences aren't those i always always feel like those are just kind of i guess like the lifeblood mm-hmm. of of our existence of of the fun that we're going to have better than repetition right oh ugh. over yes. it's it's like the Oof. the drip 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 <laughs> drip to drip, drip. insanity yes no new experiences there it's huge it's huge well why do new experiences bring us so much delight I mean, the enthusiasm of delight, well, it can be seen in children as they take off running toward a water park or a roller coaster just as soon as you can stop the car. Don't open the door till the car is stopped. New experiences, when, when we are grateful for the opportunity, maybe it's going deep sea fishing, maybe it's looking at planets through a telescope or just the night sky as we like to do. Maybe it's watching a butterfly, you know, move from one flower to the next one. Whatever it is, gratitude for the experience always results in us ascending to a higher plane, a place in our awareness where new faculties of awareness of experience are being brought into use. That's it, isn't it? That's the avoiding the repetition of the drip, drip, drip. We're not using any faculties, new experiences to develop and to grow into. So we expand and we grow, and that's life. Expansion and growth is life. But we also see the continued use of the older faculties, which we've perfected through use, is not to discard them. No, we've perfected them. We've practiced them. So we take those along with us. It's like we're building upon a foundation of experiences so that we can enjoy the next level of experience. But we... So we see the continued use of all of those practiced older faculties that we have perfected through the years, and we're building upon the essence of our being through those experiences. And then as a result, what was once only active on the lower plane of existence, it begins to lift us up, to ascend to a higher plane of awareness. And that's the process of receiving more of what it is that we desire. What an empowering concept you're giving us right now. Just this idea that you know, receiving more of what we desire is growth. And that anything that grows, that it's living. It is, that's, that's living. Look, the world is blossoming forth a higher way of development. It's a higher way of enlightenment. The, the stressors are fractures upon which nothing can be sustained. You can't sustain anything that's built upon stress and anxiety and fear. Politics are breaking down. Societal norms all over the world are collapsing right now. And this is actually, this is good in the sense that it points to 
the new birth of a new world. And it's the evolutionary principle of the human experience for transcending to enlightenment that we first experience the functionality of experimentation on the lower plane that we're talking about because it is those experiences that ultimately expose the the frailties of reasonings, the frailties of uh, rational thought, thinking, trying to plan our way through something. Now, if, if you were to ask most people, I mean, they could quickly just rattle off, you know, a half dozen things that they desire to have in their lives. Money in the bank. Uh, I want a good marriage, a nice home, freedom to travel. Most people can tell you really quickly what those things are. But we have to be, you know, as super manifestors, careful what we wish <laughs> uh, for. Yeah, because there's nothing more intimately connected with what kind of experiences a person will have, what mm-hmm. they will attract into their lives, than how it is that they imagine themselves to be treated by other people. Mm-hmm. Now think about that. A lot of people complain that others, well, they don't treat them well enough. They'll say things like, I don't get any respect. I don't get enough attention. I don't get any recognition for all my hard work. No one ever acknowledges me, and on and on. And they'll say, you know, I'm just being taken for granted. Uh, but then when people are kind to them, those same people, they'll, they'll suspect some kind of hidden motives, and they'll say, well, they're just trying to manipulate me. They're just trying to take advantage of me. Uh, nobody loves me. Uh, those are the kind of people who think uh, my needs are not being met. I always get less food on my plate than everybody else, whatever it is. <laughs> this basic misidentification of who they are, first of all, it creates dysfunction in most of their relationships. And they just believe that they have nothing to give other people and that other people are withholding from them what it is that they need, whatever that is they think they need. Their entire reality is subjectively based on just this sense of who they imagine themselves to be. And it's by debasing themselves that they sabotage circumstances and then they're throwing a wrench into relationships. And uh, it establishes what kind of experience um, they're going to continue to have. You know, I think it's actually really freeing to know that that not only do we have the ability to to attract better lives, but you know we're also hey we're responsible for sabotaging ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're the yeah. responsible party for that. That means you know, we have the ability to fix whatever's broken. Um, you know, we're not just victims to the circumstances. That's, that's actually good to know, right? Yes, it's empowering in both directions. Because to, the idea of victimization means there's nothing you can do about exactly. it. Exactly. Well, it sounds actually pretty simple because it, it actually is. If you look around at your life right now and you see some kind of dysfunction, and as a result, you expect dysfunction because you see dysfunction, well, you're going to continue to attract dysfunction into your life. In the same way that if the thought of lack, whether it be money or love, has become part of the dysfunction in your life, it's who you think you are, then you will continue to experience the lack of money or love. A person is only experiencing what it is that they've been talking about. Change what you talk about and change what you will receive to experience. Well, and as a kinetic believer, I have used that for a very long time in my own life. And I've I've always had powerful results from it. Just, 
making sure that if I want to change something, that I'm changing what I'm, I'm allowing myself to talk about, to think about. My circumstances always change when I do that. That is so true. Maggie, I have to tell you that I often think about when you showed up in my life, it's, it was in 2007, and you walked into my office, and you had responded to an ad for a violinist. I was looking to add a lead violinist to my little consortium of whatever you want, little rascals with musicians, <laughs> with instruments. Part of the band. Part of the band. But you showed up and the vibrancy and the willingness and the eagerness, your enthusiasm, your gratitude for life, you were exploding all over the place. And I was mesmerized <laughs> in so many ways and still am to this day. But, you know, I can attest that, you know, the powerful results that you and I and other KBs receive from from uh, the knowing the the power of words and enthusiasm and expectations, it is infectious. It is, and I have to say that when we first met, I was all over the place <laughs> with my excitement in every direction. But when you t- started teaching me about kinetic belief and living this way, it, it it allowed me to then focus all that energy onto the things to really define what I wanted out of life, to understand how to get those things, and and I love how. I feel like kinetic belief is that magnifying glass and it takes all that energy and all that light in your life and it allows you to sort of focus onto this one tiny point and just basically set your life on fire. Well, I'm going to keep bragging on you because what a student you were back in the the very first earliest of days that we were together. I would have an audience of 300 and uh, just, you know, as soon as the we're done and I've said all I've got to say because I'm just out of... (laughs) Out of energy, breath, juice. steam, what up, juice, all of it's gone. I'm depleted. I'm depleted. And everybody everybody heads for the door. And there you sat. And you were still writing. And you were still asking questions. And then you would show up the next week and you were still you were, you were like, Okay, I've I've put all I've implemented everything you said last week. And oh my gosh, you would say, My life is just freaking changing right before yes, my eyes. And yes. and the tests are showing up and you would you would say things like, you know, as soon as I gain knowledge about something you just taught, I would be tested with that. And you you would clearly paint the picture of things showing up to challenge your um, the imagination, the growth and development. Yes. And then you would pass the test and you continue to mature and to grow and grow. Enthusiasm. And and that enthusiasm and the word that kept coming to mind is hunger. I was so hungry for it because it was so exciting what you were teaching. This idea that, hey, you know, the life you're living, it does not have to stay that way. Today is not necessarily the future. That it, you can change it and you can do it in this really dynamic way. And and you can do it quickly. I liked that too. I have to say, I'm a boot camp, rip the bandaid off kind of gal. Well, I remember you were early on working on words. Words are things, and you glommed oh, on the that. amount of sticky notes, Steve, <laughs> that were all over my house right after the first teaching. It was um, just reminding me of what to think about. It was unbelievable. Well, you know, people that believe they, for example, need more money, that talk about needing more money, they need love. They they talk about needing love. They talk ab- about needing healing in their bodies. They need something. They believe that those things are missing in their lives. And then rather than acknowledging the good that is already in their life, because all they see is the lack in their life, well, they just continue to manifest the need for more money. They continue to manifest the need for love. They continue to manifest the need for something that they believe is missing. Mm. Now, what I'm about to tell you, look, this is paramount. This is... 
folks, this is vital to receiving whatever it is that you desire out of life. Acknowledging the good that is already in your life is the foundation for attracting all abundance. I mean, the reality that creates what you will experience is whatever you think the world is withholding from you is exactly what you are withholding from the world. And what you are withholding, it's because you believe you have nothing to give. You believe what you do have is too little to give. Wow, that is so powerful. That is a huge piece of this, isn't it? There's, there's always something that we can give of ourselves, isn't there? I mean, if it's, if it's nothing but a smile, that's in lately we're only allowed to smile with our eyes, but that counts, you know, I mean, but there's, that's still more yes. than most people are willing yeah. to give someone else. That's huge. Don't discount that. I'll tell you what, try this for a few weeks and see how it changes your circumstances. Whatever you think life or people are withholding from you, give it to them. Ooh, ooh I love that. And that's if it's so recognition good. that you don't believe you get, then give it. Oh. If it's appreciation that you're missing, appreciate someone else. Whatever it is, give it. Well, somebody's, I can hear it now. Somebody's saying, well, Steve, I just don't have it to give. Well, just act like you have it then, and it will come to you. And I promise you, soon after you start giving, you're going to start receiving. If, if it's money that you need, start giving what you have. Look, in this universe, which operates through the power of quantum attraction, the law of faith, the law of attraction, cause and effect, kinetic belief, you cannot receive what you don't give, what you're not willing to give. In other words, giving determines your receiving. Whatever you think others are withholding from you, you already have the source of that within you. Because it's not going to come to you from without. It comes to you from within. But unless you allow it to flow out, you won't even know that you have it, that you can receive it. This includes, now listen, this includes prosperity. The law that your giving determines your receiving, it was actually taught by Jesus when he said, give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap, for with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So this is a universal principle of life. The source of all abundance is not outside of you. Receiving what you desire as it flows through you, that's part of who you are. But now, however, look, when, when you're ready to start attracting the purity of abundance into your life, start by acknowledging and recognizing that abundance in the world is, uh, recognize the abundance that's out there in the yes. world around you as well. Well, yes, this is, I love this, this is fascinating because I know that the source for all things exists within us, but but the forms of, of some things that are possible, I mean, they can already be seen mm -hmm. in, in the world around us, in the physical. See the fullness of life that is all around you. Ooh, yeah. Yes, see the fullness. See the fullness. See the fullness. Practice <laughs> presence by feeling. Practice being present. And, and do this. This is a practice for you. Practice it by feeling the, the coolness of rain when you're in it or the warmth of the sun on your skin. Notice the colors. The textures of flowers along a walkway, practice presence, um, the, the taste of fresh fruit, which we just had our fill of. 
uh, flourishing life, its forms, practice the presence of all of that all around you. <laughs> so much mango. <laughs> and it's, so much. The, it's the recognition of the mango and the sunshine and the colors and the textures, the gratitude for that abundance, that you awaken the substance of your kinetic belief that's within. And then let it flow out. Let it flow out, uninterrupted by thought. Let it flow, un- uninterrupted by stress, uninterrupted by the, the a desire that, or the thoughts that you need to be somewhere else doing another thing. Let it flow out. And then when you're grateful for life around you, as it is, uninterrupted by your desire to manipulate it, to change it, to use dominion, to, to rearrange people, none of that stuff, but grateful for life around you as it is. There's an outflow then of kinetic energy. Your gratitude, your thankfulness makes you a giver. You don't need to have things to be able to give, although if you feel grateful continually in all things, things will be attracted to you that you can give of things. It's kind of like those jobs that you may have applied for in the past that say experience is necessary or you got to have a job already if you want to apply for this one. Well, now that sounds unfair, doesn't it? Yes. I mean, if, I, if I had a job and the experience of this one, I wouldn't need this job. Exactly. But, but here it is in the same way. Manifestation, look, it comes only to those who already have it. it sounds like the deck is stacked against you ever changing to become more. But look, it's not. It appears that way, but that's not the reality of it. This is the universal law of reciprocity. Both faith and fear are inner states of mindfulness that attract your reality. Jesus said, for, the, for to the one who has, more will be given. And from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And the good news is, the caveat, is that things do not determine what you have to give. Actually, enthusiasm and the self-centric attitude those cannot coexist one with the other. They are a, a duality of, of nature. You are either enthusiastically grateful or your egoist self is in charge. And it only responds to what can be seen. It responds to thoughts that it's identifying with. It responds to forms that it sees itself as. Well, this is such a vital and important idea, this idea of always stirring up our enthusiasm. There's Because there really is no better way to go through life than, than being optimistically enthusiastic. And I feel like a lot of times when you aren't experiencing that and you see other people experiencing enthusiasm, it seems like it comes naturally to everyone. And that's not the case. I mean, and that word stirring up, it just feels, it just hit me right in the chest. Like that is huge, stirring it up. That's what it requires to achieve enthusiasm. You don't just pop out of bed. Well, maybe you do, Steve. Well, now that's something that we talk about often (laughs) and and because you know that's not the case and we do intentionally stir up enthusiasm because as soon as your feet touch the floor in the morning, you're faced with a choice. Are you going to be a certain negative way all day or are you determined to be a certain positive way all day? You're stirring yourself up in an attitude of gratitude, stirring yourself up with enthusiasm. And you do this. And we've talked about it. I know you do that. In fact, you, you know, you, you talked about checking yourself Mm -hmm. and uh, you go through the files of attitude and nope. Not going to have that one. Not going to have this one. Maybe I ended the day yesterday with a little bit of this, so I'm (laughs) kicking that out to the curb. Yes. 
rather than the cat. That's why being a kinetic believer <laughs> than the cat. <laughs> Perfect. And that's why being a kinetic believer is so powerful in the minutia of our life because in that day-to-day experience, it's the tiny thoughts, it's the tiny moments mm. of lack of enthusiasm or anger or emotion and the kinetic belief it really the teaching kicks in. And that's what allows us to make these everyday a million choices a day, a million right choices a day that then they accumulate. They accumulate to this vibrant, exciting, fulfilled life. Mindfulness. Yes. Going back to your 100-day guided journal and practicing what it is that you've been journaling to to um, stay connected with your expectations and your imagination. Yes. Now, all enthusiasm knows is that it's going somewhere. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Yep. It's optimistic. It doesn't have to have any specifics. Enthusiasm, I don't know. I just know that what I know is that I'm enthusiastic about where I'm headed about the rest of today that I cannot yet see. And wherever it's going, I can tell you it's going to be good. Because everywhere it goes, it's good. Everywhere I go, it's good. It's good right now. It was good yesterday. It'll be good tomorrow. All is well. Because the best is always yet to come. And it's the source of... Sensory perception, which is joy, which is the strength and the power. It's enthusiastic gratitude that doesn't want anything. It's not in want of anything because it's lacking nothing. Enthusiasm, it just is. Gratitude, it just is. The attitude of thankfulness, it produces the life source flow of joy, which is at at one with receiving more life. It's at peace with receiving more life. It's the expectant gratitude for receiving more life, regardless of what everybody else may be doing or saying or complaining about or, you know, just the, the, the fervor of fear-mongering, all of that stuff. It's the KB that resists falling back into the ego of self by allowing those um, thoughts that are filled with strife and anger, all those notions that are combative, to and, and looking for someone to engage with. In other words, you don't lose your identity in those things. Right. Through f- thankfulness, gratitude, you are aligned with the giving outflow that attracts whatever it is that you may desire into your life. Remember that whatever you identify with, that is what you are attached with. This is the source of all madness. This is the reason for all of the suffering that's in the world. Identify with suffering and you'll suffer. Identify with lack and you will lack. Identify with abundance and you'll attract abundance. Where there is no identification, there's no attachment. And this has been what you're describing right now. It's been one of the most liberating concepts for me. Just understanding that that whatever I identify with, I attach myself to, I speak, I think, whatever I'm attached to, I'm going to attract more of that thing into my life. And I have to say that really helped me create sort of this baseline experience as a kinetic believer. Because at the very at the bare minimum, when I'm the minimum kinetic believer, I'm at least keeping my mouth shut. Minimum kinetic believer. You know, I mean, that's my baseline. <laughs> Line. So bottom, I'm at least not going to say anything. Yeah. At least just shut up. Right. <laughs> you can't say something good. What mama say? <laughs> right. <Then don't> say <laughs> what did mama, what right. should mama have right. said? <laughs> at least don't veer off course. You know, just stay put until yeah. we have are able to engage in the enthusiasm but that you you're know, talking that about. That is really a good point, Meg, because nobody can be excited all the time. Right. But, but look, yes. you, I mean, you have to sleep, don't you? 
<laughs> I mean, you can sleep excitedly, I guess, but probably not. You got to you got to go to sleep. But seriously, at some point, you will have to put more gas in the tank, check the oil, and renew yourself. But then stir yourself up again, like we're talking about. It's by jump-starting your desire that a new wave of creative enthusiasm releases the kinetic energetics of life. It's the unwavering kinetic belief that transforms the physical. Once you believe it, never ever confer or counsel with another person about it. Don't ask them what they think about it because this is your source identity. You have the creative final authority. You are the source for renewing your enthusiasm. I mean, it's as simple as this. Making the decision to enjoy whatever it is that you're doing. It doesn't matter if it's changing a flat tire in the rain at midnight. Make the decision to enjoy what you're doing. And while you're enjoying changing the flat tire in the present tense gratitude of the moment, work on your imagination for what you are enthusiastic about kinetically believing into your life. So even though you're advancing to become more, to attract new experiences, whatever it is that you're doing in the present moment, that needs to be an equal part of your gratitude. Otherwise, you'll continue to stay where you are. Make sure your kinetic belief is not some just inflated image of yourself. In other words, if you're bitter that you can't be the Hallmark CEO of a Fortune 500 company the day after you graduate college? Bitter that you're not a movie star and famous because you want to be famous? Or some kind of a rich entrepreneur on the cover of a magazine standing in front of your private jet? Whatever it is, without gratitude for the process of attracting growth from where you are right now, then you will diminish to no effect. In other words, if you want to bench press 200 pounds in the gym, see yourself doing it while intently being grateful that you can bench press 50 pounds. The transformative power of kinetic belief will always do the rest. Your desire for the abundant life has the source for all that you could ever think of or imagine already within you. And it's your enthusiastic gratitude that empowers the development of attraction into the creative dimension. So attraction really is an, an, an act of kinetic belief, an act of faith. You know, it's, it's who we are. It's also, I love though, that it's also proven scientifically, you know, to be the way that people are living successful lives once and for all. Well, this is the quantum entanglement power of focus. Remember that this is productive quality uh, of, of not wanting. It's the creative use of desire which is different. You cannot manifest what you want. Now stay with me for a moment. You cannot manifest what you want. You can only manifest what you are already grateful to have. If you want it, you're energetically putting it out there that you do not have it. And if you imagine to not have it, you'll continue to not have it. Yes, it's possible that you can get what you want through a lot of stress and hard work, but things that come that way, they show up with the mess of stress and anxiety and with the fear of loss. And the fear of loss then produces loss. Things that are gained in this way come with the sorrow of losing what you've gained tomorrow. So I have a question. Um, what, about, what about somebody who really 
just needs to be healed, healing. Mm. Um, you know, healing from something in their body really specific because there are some things that, you know, it seems like you really do need a miracle to, to change it, to see change. Yeah. You know, let me say this. You know, I get, Meg, as you know, a lot of emails from people who are wanting to receive healing into their bodies. And often, especially for those who are religious, they've identified receiving healing with some kind of merit. You know, got to be good enough. I have to do the right thing to receive from God, who's the giver to those who have earned something. In other words, there are a lot of people who believe that they can't be healed unless they're good enough. Your kinetic, unwavering belief to attract healing into your body, it has nothing to do with how good you are. Now listen to me for just a moment. In other words, God doesn't heal you because you're good. God heals you because God is good. You can manifest healing because you're grateful for being healed, not because you're conscious of some merit-based manifestation. I mean, you may have known people who've been miraculously healed from something. Healing is not just for a select few. No, it's, look, it's time to shake off any of your own ideas about how healing is going to manifest into your body. Don't focus on what needs to be healed. Focus on the imagination of what is already healed, and it will come. It works the same way as uh, prospering in abundance for anything. And if it's healing that you need, it's time for you to become manifest-minded, I would say more importantly than anything or stuff that you might ever desire. But don't allow yourself to get so comfortable with something that you don't think it can be transformed. In other words, don't get used to diabetes. Don't get used to pain medication. Don't get used to neck braces. Don't be satisfied with being just a spectator of other people who've manifested healing into their lives. Look, miracles are real, and they are for you. Be grateful where you are and imagine what's coming. Albert Einstein said imagination is everything. It is the preview of life's coming attractions. Imagination has, look, it's got the power to tap into the infinite potential of human consciousness. So never, ever stop dreaming. Dream up a great life and chase your dreams every day. Let's work on some highest viewpoints. Yes. Just say this out loud. Say, I have the success. I have the success. That I imagine to have. That I imagine to have. I am the healed. I am the healed. Protecting my healing. Protecting my healing. I am joy. I am joy. Protecting my joy. Protecting my joy. I am happiness. I am happiness. Guess what I'm doing? Guess what I'm doing? Protecting my happiness. Protecting my happiness. I am prosperity. I am prosperity. Protecting my prosperity. Protecting my prosperity. I have what I say. I have what I say. And I say what I have. And I say what I have. I am kind. I am kind. I am loving. I'm loving. I am prosperous. I'm prosperous. I am a creator. I'm a creator. Creating my best life. Creating my best life. I am transcending. I am transcending. The pettiness of life. The pettiness of life. By being the positive light. By being the positive light that I was created to be that I was created to be one more thing and one more thing all is well all is well for me for me wow how to get exactly what you want 
Oh, I am enthusiastic, if anything, right now. <laughs> you always are. Yay! It's going to be a great day. I can feel it. If you want to uh, check out the guided journal that Stephen has created and that we mentioned on the podcast today, you can do that at stephencanyon.com and go there to check out events. And don't forget to vote for the location. So we've got number one as San Diego or two, Denver or three, Orlando. And you can text Kinetic to 844-844-0049. That was well done. Well stated. Sending out much love to all the KB creatives all around the world. Yeah, thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.